When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's uh, Friday, and we're live. We're not usually live on Friday. Usually we pre-record these um, because I don't like coming into the office on Friday. Yeah, it's usually a good time. What's that? What do you mean? Coming into the office. Oh, well, on Friday for you guys, you come in for uh, Jack Sesh a lot, right? Yeah, we're doing Iconoblast today also. Mm, What's the Iconoblast on? Uh, we're talking about a guy named Thomas Midgley Jr. Oh, that piece of shit. Yeah. He's like the fucking Grim Reaper for the environment. Oh, God. Yeah. Like the three major chemicals that pollute our environment. And I don't, uh, this isn't from some, this is like chlorofluorocarbons and shit like that. CFCs. Yeah, CFCs, tetraethylead, putting yeah. gas. <laughs> this guy's like the, like seriously the Grim Reaper for the environment. I was trying to put together some sort of realistic estimate of how many deaths he caused. <laughs> and it's just, it's, Impossible. Well, good for him. He got he got stateside and non-state. He got global. Yeah. Yes. So he's refrigerator Hitler. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I'm. By the way, I'm glad I came in today. Actually, he's refrigerator Mal. Okay. Because Mal's got the. Is any? I don't think. Just because of the time in history he lived, I don't think there would have been that many people available for like Genghis Khan to kill. He probably killed like his army's probably killed a couple of million because right. the population density was so low. It's again, it's, we're talking rate stats versus counting stats. Yeah, fair enough. Also, Mal killed all those people because he didn't like sparrows. Mainly, yeah. Oh, that was part of his great leap forward. So he, called it? his his uh, uh, rosebud was sparrows, and Hitler's was. German shepherds, mm-hmm. like he lost his German shepherd during World War One and just lost it. Yeah, just went bananas. Well, he just thought sparrows were eating too much of the uh, the grain. Now, by sparrows, is you mean poor people? Well, <laughs> intellectuals. Well, because it sounds like driving snakes out of Ireland when it really means Protestants. No, no, he actually <laughs> killed sparrows, uh, and they, you know, had a giant locust problem because he killed all the sparrows, and then the locusts ate more more grain than the sparrows ate. And then there was just mass. Famine. Then the poor people died. Yeah, mm. oh, that's fuck. that's kind of similar to what was it the the Black Plague, where they thought that it was cats that were yeah, part and, of the problem. But the cats so they killed were, off all the cats yeah. and they just let the the rats go nuts. Yeah, this is why human beings shouldn't try to outsmart nature. No, just like kind of the, the best decision that primates ever made was to hide in caves during the fucking uh, the asteroid that hit off the coast of Mexico. Just, oh, the chicks. 
chicks to something. I, can I don't never know. Figure it out. I think it starts. I, I don't know. Doesn't have nearly enough vowels to be. A it's real on the order. Yucatan Peninsula. That's fine. Yeah, it's it's the it's down there. So the I I, I believe that our best solution when these things arise is just to kind of fucking hide out. Oh, for sure. Let everybody else get wiped out and then show back up like, oh, damn, that sucks, bro. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to all you fucking dinosaurs that got wiped the fuck out. Um, don't worry, Chris Pratt's going to bring them back. Um, all right, cool. So today we're talking about government incompetence. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> there's plenty to spread around. We're going to talk a lot about these dumbass FDA regulations that created this fucking issue and uh believe me when i tell you that they didn't start as much as i would like to say they did they didn't start under biden they've been going on this this shit's been going on for a very long time multiple administrations yeah. this, is, this is decades a yeah. decade like, like 35 yeah. or so years i think yeah. it's fucking stupid so well for wic that's been around for like 30 or just over just over 30 years uh, i was what, i thought like wick was in the 70s yeah that's 40 oh, no, years yeah so yeah that's it's been around for a while now. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's get into it. The U.S. is currently experiencing a drastic shortage in baby formula, uh, forcing a lot of families to spend hours searching stores with, to find formula still in stock. Now, we've seen a lot of supply chain issues over the last two years because of factory shutdowns and, and transportation shutdowns and shit like that. So part of it is that, I'm sure. Yeah, a surprisingly small portion of it is actually supply chain issues. The rest of it is just the just general the bureaucratic incompetence yeah. that's going on in, in the government. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as of last month, at least 43% of baby formula was out of stock at retailers across the country. Uh, luckily people stopped having babies. So I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. People don't know <laughs> this about uh, babies. Uh, and I learned it the easy way. You don't have to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> You want to uh, expand on that? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know more. No, you just don't have to feed them. I mean, they need food, but you don't have to feed them. Uh, what intermittent do you do? fasting for babies. Do you yeah. just put yeah, intermittent fasting? <laughs> you just put them outside and they go feral. They figure it out. <laughs> oh, I'm the, sorry. You let think, the dogs raise them? You think you think human beings like have always had target? No, they figure it out. Uh, titties. Yeah, human beings have always had titties. So far, yeah, as I know. they've they've been around for quite a while now. Yeah, as far as I know. I, I can't prove it, but um, <clears throat> so there are a lot of reasons a baby may need formula, either as a result of the mother being able to breastfeed or the child having a metabolic disorder. Um, I, I don't think I didn't breastfeed as a kid. I was right on the formula, like uh, right out I'm the gate. Pretty sure I did, but I never talked to my mom about it. Just seems like a weird conversation to have. Uh, just, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I think, we should do some uh, do some testing on this. <laughs> some Wait, who in the office also. was breastfed and who wasn't? Well, no, not necessarily that, but that would be an interesting test. Um, Giorgio probably has been breastfed within the last two weeks, if I had to guess. <laughs> I actually just assumed that he nursed on a dog. Wow. What is he like? <laughs> or is he like, yeah. he's like Romulus and Remus? Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. No, I, my, my, I think it would be funny to mic you up and have you go have this conversation with your mother. There's actually a study that came out that says uh, babies that were more dependent on formula uh, developed uh, GI infections more likely. Uh, so that explains you then, right? Cause yeah, you, I guess I was formula. Yeah, you should have a conversation with your mom. 
be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I have no stomach problems. I think that's because I still go around to women who are breastfeeding now. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it helps with the protein, too. Yeah, I mean, if you should, like, Giorgio just makes friends with people who are, who have just given birth and then comes over to hang out at their house. He's like, oh, I'm going to get a drink. White Claw, (laughs) hard as fuck seltzer, maybe. I don't know. Breast milk, whatever you got. You can mix them. Have you ever put, well, I mean, I was just going to say strawberry syrup, but sure, you can do that. Can you make a shake with fucking breast milk? Oh, yeah. yeah what you I'm really sure you want, can. though, is the colostrum. Uh, what? The colostrum. So women don't, have, don't start, uh, breast milk doesn't start coming out for a couple days. Mm-hmm. The, what first comes out is colostrum, which is like breast milk on PCP. It's like way less of it and way more packed with nutrients and protein and so shit it's like, like that. It's like the dabs of breast milk. Yeah. Yeah. So you really want to get in on that colostrum game. Yeah, just make jello shots out of it. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then go lift. Yeah. I'm down with that. Um <clears throat> there's a bunch of other reasons mothers who have transmissible diseases like HIV or herpes or anything like that can't breastfeed without putting the baby at risk of contracting the virus provided they don't already have it. Um in these situations obtaining breast milk from a surrogate is also possible, but uh formula is the most readily used uh, remedy here. Yeah, I've never tried to source breast milk myself, but I imagine it's a little bit harder than going to Target. It's absurd. Uh, no, I think yeah. it's just the Craigslist personal section, right? Yeah. Now you have to make yeah, sure. I, I wouldn't think that they'd sell it at a, a retail store. We should start. Can you sell fake breast milk on the internet? Uh, you could sell anything on the internet. Yeah, so let's do that. Okay. What are we doing here? <laughs> you just get milk. I, I was selling bootleg fucking toilet paper forever. What what type of paper was it? It's newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> but I I cut it in you know four inch strips rolls. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, put it on rolls. I perforated it. I deserve some some money for my time. Yeah, it sounds uh, like something you could put on Etsy. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your buttholes, but <laughs> get fucked. Um, babies with medical conditions, uh, uh, galactosemia or PKU rely on formula due to being unable to metabolize amino acids or lactose in breast milk. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. We used to throw those babies off a cliff, but I guess let's do this. Uh, these for the Spartans for a little while. Yeah. Well, they, if the, if the boy lived, they fucked him afterwards. So I'm not sure being yeah. a Spartan child is worth it at all. <laughs> it's a lose-lose honest, lose situation. Yeah. Uh, babies with medical conditions um, obviously need that shit. Uh, formula for risk of malnutrition. Uh, the, I'm sorry. These infants that do require the formula are now at risk of malnutrition. We're talking about 43% of the supply is not existing right now, mm-hmm. which is not great. Yeah, like not that it's caught up in a truck somewhere or anything like that. It's not, it just isn't there. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it exist. Doesn't yeah. exist. <clears throat> um. There's a number of causes for this bullshit. Um, obviously, the uh, pandemic was part of it. Uh, it first became an issue when COVID lockdowns began, causing many consumers to stockpile baby formula. Um, manufacturers ramped up production to meet the demand, but cut back again in 2021 as families worked through their stockpiles and the demand slowed. Um, <clears throat> during the lockdown, couples had little else to do at home besides bumping uglies, which resulted in a mini baby boom in early 2022 uh, that formula manufacturers were not prepared for. This is why all of your sexual activity should be monitored by the government. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, every time before we fuck, the first thing I say is, hey, Alexa, 
yeah. listen. Yeah, and I, there should be like, you know, the lunk alarm in Planet Fitness that goes off if you make too much noise. There should be a cream pie alarm in your home. <laughs> cream pie. Cream pie. Anytime you fucking cream pie your girlfriend or wife or some stranger that you met behind a dumpster at Wendy's. And if you don't trust the government to do this, I'll monitor all your sexual activity. Yeah, you just need a ring camera and to give Giorgio access to it. <laughs> and he'll come through that's, on the speaker. That's very charitable of you, Giorgio. Yeah, well, he's a good guy. Someone's got to do it. Can yeah. we just get the NBA Jam announcer <laughs> to do this? He's on fire. <laughs> uh, ongoing shipping and supply chain issues have exacerbated the shortage as well. But the most recent contributing factor is the closure of a formula manufacturer, Abbott Nutrition, in Sturgis, Michigan. Tell us about Abbott Nutrition. So Abbott Nutrition is a subsidiary of Abbott Laboratories, which is an Illinois-based company that produces a number of nutritional products and medical devices. Abbott Nutrition is the largest U.S. supplier of infant formula uh, responsible for producing Similac, Alimentum, and Elicare. And like you were just saying, they produce like 40% of the, the formula in the United States. Since last year, the company has been under fire due to safety issues discovered at their manu- manufacturing plant in Sturgis, Michigan. During an inspection in September of 2021, which, by the way, if you're paying attention to the timeline, this shit's been going on for a while now. Mm. There's actually complaints about this Sturgeon, Sturgis plant that go back to like 2020 that nobody did anything about. Uh, during an inspection in September of 2021, the FDA found violations at the Sturgis facility saying, quote, it did not maintain a building used in the manufacture, processing, packing, or holding of infant formula in a clean and sanitary condition, which is kind of putting things lightly from, from what I can tell. The FDA inspection also found that personnel working directly with the formula failed to properly wash their hands or change their gloves after touching non-food contact surfaces, which also includes their buttholes, which Mm. I think is where some of the bacteria is coming from. Nice. On the same day that the FDA was inspecting the Sturgis plant, the Minnesota Department of Health alerted the agency that an infant had developed a chronobacter Sakazaki infection after drinking formula produced at the facility. So this is something that I thought was interesting while I was going through all of this. I couldn't find any actual concrete evidence connecting that specific facility with these bacterial infections. And when the, I think it was the CDC, when they looked into it, the strains of bacteria weren't related. Uh, They did find that type of bacteria in Mm -hmm. the facility, but it wasn't genetically related to the the cases that the infants had contracted. In October of 2021, a former Abbott Nutrition employee filed a 34-page complaint with the FDA alleging the Sturgis facility had a litany of violations and contamination issues. According to the FDA, the complaint wasn't received last fall due to what they called, quote, an isolated failure in the FDA's mailroom, likely due to COVID-19 staffing issues. So they just push the blame off on some poor asshole working in the mailroom. Charlie Kelly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he was too busy trying to track down. What was that guy's Pepe name? Silvia. Yeah. Pepe Silva. Yeah. The report wasn't received by agency officials until mid February of this year, roughly coinciding with a recall of Abbott nutrition's products. Since the initial report last September, four additional infants became sick after being fed formula products made at the Abbott plant in Sturgis. The most recent one, 
was just included, uh, I think, at the end of last month, so like at the end of May. Because uh, initially all the other reports just mentioned four children that mm-hmm. uh, contracted some sort of infection. Since the initial report last September, four additional infants became sick after being fed formula products made at the Abbott plant in Sturgis. One infant was diagnosed with salmonella, and the other four developed Chronobacter Sakazaki infections. Salmonella is actually very similar to this Chronobacter infection. Following the death of one of the infants, the CDC and FDA launched an investigation in February of this year, analyzing bacterial samples from two of the children and comparing them to samples taken from the formula plant. The CDC was unable to match the clinical samples with the samples taken from the plant and determined that the bacteria samples taken from the patients were not closely related. Uh, They were only able to get samples from two of the sick kids, though. They they weren't given access to two of the other ones, and they said that that impeded their investigation to a certain degree. So there were four total, and the two tested can't be linked back to this factory. It's according to the report, some of this information is coming from Abbott also because Abbott did their own mm-hmm. investigation. But according to the CDC, the, they weren't genetically related mm-hmm. to the strain that they found at the plant itself. Maybe it was uh, a wet market then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that being said, there shouldn't be a whole lot of this bacteria floating around in a plant that's producing baby formula. Uh, certainly that's, not. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there was fire and they looked for some smoke and happened to find more smoke, but not necessarily the smoke from that fire, right? <laughs> yeah, the fire was the fact that this Sturgis plant was a complete shit show. Yeah. And people had been complaining about it for months at that point. And the the FDA wasn't even the one that initiated the recall of the products. Abbott themselves did that before the FDA was even finished with their investigation. Hmm. So the FDA was just kind of sitting around with their thumbs up their asses, which is primarily what they seem to do. Well, 75% of the FDA's budget comes from uh, drug manufacturers that are paying license fees. So they're too busy sucking off the yeah. pharmaceutical Taking weapons. them on vacations and shit, actually. You can yeah. read about all this, by the way. I'm that not making so it up. Fucked. The FDA and Abbott Nutrition also ran tests on environmental and product samples taken from the Sturgis plant. The product samples tested negative for bacteria, but five of the environmental samples were found to contain Chronobacter Sakazaki. Uh, The places that they were finding it were sort of out of the way in terms of the production process, Mm. but again, that's not something that I would want floating around in a facility that's making the formula that my baby's going to be drinking. Sure, but I mean, how sterile can you keep something? If If you, what about just outside in a puddle, right? And people walk through that puddle sometimes and then wipe their feet off indoors and that's how the bacteria got in. But the bacteria is not actually... The safeguards, there's multiple levels of safeguards in any kind of uh, uh, facility like that. And as long as one of them, uh, uh, one out of the series of probably four or five different things they have going on, uh, takes care of the thing and it never makes it into the food product, then the system is functioning as it should. Which it seems right. like none of it actually made it into the formula. I, in my personal opinion, the bacterial infections that these infants got had nothing to do with the formula because they weren't able to find any direct link between the two, mm. which makes the ultimate shutdown of the plant. And yeah, it, se- it seems like uh, Abbott Nutrition <laughs> probably figured out more than what the FDA has evidence to prove and shut down 
Oh, that's pre- a good point. Preventatively, right? Yeah. So, so they don't get sued into oblivion. And then they'll open up under another name <laughs> sometime in the future. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, shortly after the recall, a second infant died as a result of a Chronobacter Sakazaki infection believed to have been caused by Abbott Nutrition baby formula. The recall affected countries across the world and forced the company to import millions of cans of formula from its facility in Ireland to help address the shortage, which I'm assuming the Irish baby formula has whiskey in it too. Yeah, whiskey and um, leprechaun meat. (laughs) As part of a pre-negotiated injunction filed by the FDA, Abbott Nutrition has agreed to address the issues raised by federal inspectors in order to restart the plant. Once the FDA confirms that the initial requirements have been met, the plant will be allowed to resume production under the supervision of an independent expert who will ensure the facility remains in compliance with the law. Since the closure of the Sturgis facility, the Health and Human Services Office, uh, uh, Office of Inspector General has launched an audit into how the FDA responded leading up to the recall in February. The OIG's review will determine whether the FDA upheld its duty to ensure the baby formula was safe and whether the FDA regulators uh, followed proper protocol once the bacteria was detected inside of the plant. Oh, yeah, that's super helpful. Like, yeah. they're gonna, they'll, they'll determine whether or not the FDA fucked up and then no action will be taken. Yeah, the FDA is what they're going to be responsible for punishing themselves. Yeah, just, just for our peace of mind to know how incompetent they are. You yeah, it I makes mean? me feel a whole lot better. It's, it's very bizarre, but, you know, what are you going to do? And from what you were saying earlier, it seems like this is just them kind of passing the buck oh. back and forth to, to see who's going to take the blame at the end. It's a game of hot potato, but at the sure. end of the day, who's responsible for the death of two infants? Well, probably the Irish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying. We do love a good dead baby. It makes for a good play. Well, I was going to say potatoes, but yeah. That too. Uh, uh, just like an Irish mother crying over her dead infant, but you don't find out the infant's dead till the third act. And- what about a modest proposal? I mean, I think that's, that's pretty good. What? Do, do you know the work? The short well, story, A Modest Proposal? I do not That would have prevented the potato famine. Yeah. It's the same. So during the potato famine, uh, this writer, the same guy that wrote Gulliver's Travels, uh, uh, was that Jonathan Swift? Swift, yeah. He wrote, uh, a, it was kind of like a, a, I guess it's a short story, but it's kind of a narrative suggestion form almost where he tells people to have, uh, I think, two kids to replace themselves and then eat each kid after that so that we don't run out of potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, the modest yes. proposal that he was making. People... Uh... People all want to be pragmatic until it gets shoved right in their face. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with a third baby? I don't know. Fucking well, ignore you, it. I'll you, let you know. You ignore it and let it get away with everything. That's why third children suck. <laughs> all of them. Uh, anyways. Uh, Abbott Nutrition expects to be able to resume production at their Sturgis facility sometime in June, but FDA Commissioner Robert Califf uh, says the reopening is likely to, to still be weeks away. Until the Sturgis facility is able to reopen, other sources of formula will be needed. But as usual, bureaucracy is getting in the way. Yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, just like the safety measures in that facility or security measures at a secure facility, uh, strength comes in layers, right? Like there's no individual thing that's going to uh, – like you, you have trade-offs, right? It's just like the Internet. Uh, internet security is a trade-off between cost – throughput or usability insecurity you can you can 
you can't have all of them. So if you're willing to spend whatever, you can pretty much secure anything. But if, you have, if you're on a budget, you have to pick and choose. Uh, you either have to pick higher level security or uh, a higher level of throughput, like usability, mm-hmm. bandwidth, whatever you want to call it. Uh, isn't, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but isn't, isn't there a name for that triangle where you can, you can choose two points of the triangle yeah, but the third is always going to be. It's the, the one same to, with security. One to suffer. It's the same. Yeah, there's always one that suffers. So access control is is the the one in in this scenario that's going to suffer. But uh, or I'm sorry, throughput will suffer here. But <clears throat> it is just like anything else. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, especially when it comes to energy feeding kids. You know, shit like that. Computer chips, maybe since we've done that as well and fucked that up. Wives. That's why I promote polygamy. Yeah. Well. It's not the only reason, but, um, yeah, we, the, the things like this are going to happen. Sometimes there will be outbreaks of something or downturns in the economy, force jour, like acts of God, things mm-hmm. that cannot be, uh, uh, addressed by companies and, and, and governments working together or the general public working together. That's going to happen sometimes. So that's your weak link defined before we the game even begins you know what i mean and there can't be any weak links when it comes to this the bureaucratic side of it has to be really good otherwise people fucking die you know what i mean i can't think of any instance where the bureaucratic side of anything has been exceptionally efficient or effective well i don't know george bush flying around Katrina in a helicopter. Oh, you did, you're doing a great job, Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. He just, he just cuts through the tape, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so the very obvious question is, if our domestic production is uh, fucked around, why don't we have... So even at the county level, uh, city level sometimes as well, but county level in, in most states... There is something called MOUs, Memorandums of Understanding. So an unincorporated area might, for example, uh, provide taxes back to, that, that facilitate the, the uh, neighboring counties, sheriff's department, shit like that. So they, mm-hmm. they will pay county taxes even though they're unincorporated. And in exchange for that, even though they are unincorporated, the fire department and sheriff's department for that county and whatever the fuck, the neighboring county will service that area. It's very typical, even at the lowest levels of government, to be like, hey, we can't do this on our own, or if something goes wrong, we won't be able to do it. Let's make a deal with somebody else that if that happens, we have a backstop, right? That's normal. Like you have a lock on your hand, door handle, and then you have a deadbolt, right? Are they also getting any sort of benefit from that, similar to, like, if you have a, a cockroach infestation and your neighbor has one also, mm-hmm. you can get all the cockroaches out of your house, but if your neighbor doesn't clean up their house, they're just going to, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, there's all, there's always that benefit. Yeah. So, um, we're going to talk now a little bit about how badly the United States government, not Biden, not Trump, not Obama, not Bush, but every swing and dick that's been in that fucking office has completely fucked this issue up. Yeah. On both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. With the largest manufacturer of formula closed down, imports would seem to be the best option for filling the void. The U.S. only imports 2% of its baby formula, primarily from Mexico, Ireland, and the Netherlands. The other 98% is produced in the U.S. by Abbott Nutrition, Mead Johnson Nutrition, Nestle USA, its subsidiary Gerber, and Perio. 
Perio is like the Kirkland brand of, mm. of baby formula. The reason for not importing more formula is generally blamed on safety concerns, but in reality, it is a combination of regulatory and trade policies along with market monopolization. And the FDA regulations, I think, are some of the stupidest fucking things that I've, I've ever read. It's like misprints on labels it's it's yeah it's just they don't meet the, like my jaw hit the fucking floor when i read this yeah so a, a big thing with european formula is actually really really popular people sometimes get it on the low mm. or like if you're like my basic bougie fucking white woman of a wife mm. uh we get like a boutique brand of formula that is literally just like a copy and paste of european formula in terms of ingredients and shit mm. like that which is Typically, it's supposed to be healthier. I don't know if that's like typical, like in Europe, they eat this. But like, I know a lot of baby formula in the U.S. has like corn syrup and all that. Just your typical bullshit. Does it really? Yeah. What the fuck? In in Europe, that's banned. You should do a Yeah, it is. It's been banned for a while. You guys should do a fucking soft core on corn syrup because do you guys know what it was used for before it was a human food additive? No. It was used to fatten pigs. Oh, pigs. (laughs) Still is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh the uh natives sometimes referred to human beings as long pig. I've heard that before. Yeah. I didn't know it came yeah. from in South Africa, I believe. From natives. Yeah. Well not here. South African natives, sorry. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, this is um this is really stupid, so prepare yourself to hear some stupid shit. Due to FDA regulations, most of the baby formula produced in Europe is illegal to sell in the United States. The restrictions on European formula isn't a result of safety or quality concerns, but due to simple technicalities like labeling requirements. A study conducted by a Yale professor found that European formulas generally meet FDA safety guidelines and in some cases are healthier than U.S. brands due to Europe banning the use of corn syrup and other sugars. Formula imported from Europe may be seized if it is found to have labels that aren't in compliance with FDA requirements. And from what I can tell, that's the primary reason that they're not allowing these, or the primary public reason that they're not allowing these imports is because the FDA is saying like, oh, you know, they don't, they don't have the nutrients listed in the right order, so obviously it's dangerous. Yeah, of course. Uh, but in reality, it's because those European countries aren't paying the FDA. So what... We did a an American party on this like a year and a half ago, I think. When <clears throat> when a drug company submits, it used to be that when a drug company submitted for approval for their drug to the FDA, that the government just incurred whatever cost it was, right? To whatever administrative cost it was to do that. Now there's like massive fees associated with it because they thought, why should the government be paying for this? Private industry should be paying. Like, oh, that sounds good in theory, but let's run that to completion. So now the people that are making these drugs are paying you to approve them. That's what you're telling me? Sweet. And it's 75% of the FDA's budget, by the way. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Pretty just, fucked up. I just like that we're giving American babies, like, Brondo, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got what the plants want. Yeah. Crave, crave. It's got what babies crave. Yeah. Or uh, could be Carl Jr. extra big-ass fries as well. <laughs> I always take my kid to buttfuckers. <laughs> yeah, buttfuckers. Oh, man. Anyways. 
Formula imported from Europe may be seized if it's found to have labels that aren't in compliance with the FDA requirements. Examples of FDA requirements for labels, uh, labeling includes listing nutrients in a specific order and including step-by-step pictures of how to prepare the formula, which also has to be in close proximity with the written instructions. Like if the pictures are just too far away from the written instructions, that could be deemed to be a, a violation of FDA guidelines. So, there's, so if you were to say make a super concentrated formula that came in a smaller package and you didn't have room on it to do that, then you would be in violation. So if you're trying to produce less plastic, which seems like it might be a decent idea probably, right? Because we waste a lot of our... what it's doing to to everybody's health with all the microplastics and shit That that and it wastes a great deal of our petroleum as well Mm -hmm. that we could be burning uh, for fuel. Uh, Anyways, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Last year, the FDA recalled over 70,000 units of formula manufactured in Germany for failing to meet U.S. labeling standards. The reason that these were recalled was... So I've heard some explanations saying that it was recalled because it didn't have enough iron uh, mixed in with the formula. Mm. But from what I can tell, that's not actually true because there are some genetic conditions that are... uh, they can be passed down from generation to generation where you actually want a formula that has less iron. Mm. So what it actually was, was they just didn't list that it it contained less than one milligram of iron per 100 calories. Wasn't anything to do with the safety. Wasn't anything to do with the quality. It was just, they didn't list that it had less than one milligram of iron per 100 calories. So 70,000 units got recalled. Customs and Border Patrol also seized almost 600 cases of formula last year that had been imported from the Netherlands and Germany, also due to labeling issues. In both instances, the formula was produced by HIP and Holly Brands, which are widely and legally sold in Europe and around the world. By the way, uh, Bob, can you look up the infant mortality rate ranking for the U.S.? I just want to be clear about how much we value safety for our kids here, because it's not very high. Or at least, our, at least our execution is not very good. We're in the 30s, I believe, in infant mortality rate. For oh, my God. I, I would hope that we were doing better than that. <laughs> who's, who's number one? Uh, not, Iceland is, I believe, doing the best. Yeah, but they don't, like, doesn't Iceland just, if, you're, if the baby's born fucked up, they just throw it off the cliff? They just kill it. Yeah, so, yeah they, that, was, that was one of the greatest news headlines I've ever read. It was like, Iceland has cured Down syndrome. I was like, no. In the same way that Hitler was trying to cure Down syndrome. (laughs) You could also say Iceland has legalized eugenics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The U.S. on this list ranks 50th, uh, just ahead of China and behind Antigua. Ahead of China, though. Yeah. We also, on this list, uh, wow, we rank behind Uruguay uh, Uruguay and Qatar. For the numbers in China, are they including all the... Little girls that they abort. Yeah, that yeah. Sh- that shouldn't even be part of the data set because that was on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. I'm sorry. Fuck you guys. I'm not the one that killed a bunch of babies. <laughs> it was you. Um, yeah. So, you know how how many how many things of formula do you think are in one case? Probably uh, like twenty four or something like that. In one case, I mean six hundred cases. That would be fifteen thousand or so. If it's twenty four, you would think it would be twenty. How long does one Unit uh, what, what? one tin, yeah, is that what it is? A yeah, tin? they cover like, tins. And yeah. How big is it? Like a pint or a quart? They're like eight ounces is what they've been shipping from uh, eight ounce cans, is what they've been shipping as part of the new relief mm-hmm. effort. 
And it's, a, it's an 8-ounce can of powder that you mix with something, right? With water. So mine, the, the typical ones you buy in the store, you see in the store vary in size, but like the standard size one is probably like a 16-ounce tin. Okay, and then how long does that last a baby? Two, three days. Hmm. Oh, shit. So you're going through, let's say, three a week yeah. of those for a typical baby. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I just for context, I wanted to know. That's it. So the regulations enforced by the FDA have essentially allowed U.S. manufacturers to create a baby formula monopoly. And I think this is the real reason for a lot of these regulations being kept in place. Not the, primary, not, the, not the only reason, but one of the primary reasons that a lot of these regulations are still in place. Aside from the regulatory issues, tariffs on baby formula effectively limit the amount that can be imported from other countries. Imported formula is subject to tariff rate quotas of 17.5% after certain thresholds are met. What this means is that after a certain amount of formula has been imported, it becomes unprofitable to pay the tariff. So they're just not going to export anymore. Uh, Changes made to the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement during the Trump administration have also limited um, the amount of formula that can be imported. Yeah. Now, just just to be clear, I don't have a problem with that in in principle, but there has to be a backdoor in case of a situation like this, right? Where you turn that rule off. I would, I would think that somebody would have thought of that at some point up until now. Well, clearly not because we did, we've done very little to, to layer our defense against things like this. Right. And it should be noted by the way that happened under the Trump administration, but in the house only 40 people voted against that. Like the whole USMCA that yeah it was I mean it was it was essentially it was a bipartisan yeah yeah yep so the agreement which is a rewrite of NAFTA the North American Free Trade Free Trade Agreement mm-hmm. uh, set limits on how much baby formula Canada could export not just to the U.S. but anywhere in the world I think this is so dumb that that it's limiting exports to anywhere in the world and the reason is even stupider if canada exports more than 40,480 metric tons of formula in a year all of its formula exports become more expensive the limit on canadian exports was likely a jab at china due to china due to a chinese-based company investing 225 million dollars in a formula manufacturing facility in canada yeah by the way that's not the only investment over the last uh, well, is is since the middle 2010s that that China's made in Canada, they also bought up the vast majority of their lithium mine reserves. Oh shit, that's not good. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, well, once they get a hold of Taiwan, good luck getting mm-hmm. a hold of any sort of microchips. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they're going to have to get through so many child Indian bones to reach that lithium that I don't know how <laughs> profitable it's going to be. <laughs> I actually just recently heard that that story about them finding all the. Uh, what is it? The indigenous children underneath that school. Yeah. It could have just it's been like, called into question. I mean, it's just kind of laziness more so than evidence. Like there's no evidence that it was serial murder or anything like that. Uh, it was probably just laziness. Well, as far as I can tell, there's no evidence that there's no evidence that has been made public that actually shows there are any, any bugs at all. There. The, the <laughs> yeah. deep radar scans uh, that they did. Cause yeah, they didn't, they didn't dig anything up. Made public. It was they, all radar. Is it? So it's radar scans and then somebody just put it in MS paint and drew lot, like bones and just copied and pasted much. a bunch of little skeletons. Yeah. Um, it's pretty sketch. Yeah. Anyway, yeah since not I've that been, those schools were fun. 
Oh no, like they, kids they, were still fucking horribly treated there. They just don't know. They just yeah. don't think they were might not be bones. Yeah, they were definitely still horrible. But it seems like there might not be a whole bunch of bodies buried underneath that school in Canada. Possibly the evidence hasn't been released. Well, let's, we'll see. Let's dig up that burial ground and see what happens. I mean, and digging up Indian burial grounds has caused us a lot of problems in the past. Yeah, right? I've seen poltergeist. Yeah, so I mean, fuck Canada though. So <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so uh, it makes it uh, a lot more difficult for them to import or for us to import from Canada as well. So, like, we're cutting off. It's like if there was a river over there and we didn't like who was in it, we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not drinking water anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a bold move. It's like uh, Austin Powers. I, too, like to live dangerously. <laughs> Head on 21. Um, FDA released... I recently announced that it would um, relax some of those restrictions on the import of baby formula from other countries, giving parents more alternatives to domestic brands. Uh, hopefully that'll last. I, I don't imagine it will. Absolutely Probably not. as soon as the shortage is over, yeah. they're going to walk yeah. it all back. And it's also, I don't know if you found this or if it's later in the rundown, but like, it's also not easy to become a small formula brand in the U.S. Mm. Like they've choked out any sort of, I guess what you would call like microbrewery competitor situation. Yeah. Like it's fucking. There's a high barrier to entry yeah. to the market. Uh, unfortunately, this isn't going to help low-income families that are struggling the most, uh, primarily due to something called WIC, which I'm sure most of you in the audience are familiar with. Since I don't have any kids, I'd actually never heard of. Did you just call everyone WIC poor? Before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that may be accurate, but I didn't have any kids, so uh, I, I had never heard of this before. The way that Rob explained it to me was it's, it's food stamps for babies. Uh, more or less, yeah, and they, but only certain things apply to it. And again, if there's choke points in bureaucracy within the federal government and the federal government is the one giving you the money, then they can tell you it's like the company store at a mill, right? Yeah. It's the same stupid goddamn bullshit. This is why uh, socialism is so fucking dumb because any you can't give – the state a monopoly on production and on violence at the same time you should never do either but you definitely can't do it at the same time because it inevitably becomes communism it has to because people get pissed off yeah and then you have to fuck them up ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros they still have the bundle deal where you get a mattress and adjustable base and then anything else you add to that is going to be 40 percent off uh for everything else You'll get thirty percent off if you use the code Drinking Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Um, now you've done some weird shit on ghost beds. I think everybody in the studio has. Yeah. Um, in the office, most people have, I would say. And I, I don't mean the people in the office. I mean the ghost bed that's in the office. Yeah, that's a benefit of having a ghost bed in the office. Is everybody gets to to do yeah. weird things on it. I wouldn't run a black light over that thing, but. <laughs> Very durable. Uh, they're all cooling mattresses. They're really great. The sheets are great. They're cooling as well. Uh, they've got a mattress protector if you're into weird shit or if you just spill things regularly. Um, they have weighted blankets now. The I pillows. Think the, the majority of the audience is probably going to need the mattress protector. I would say, yeah. Probably just, the weighted blanket, too. Yeah, the weighted blanket to, you know, because you don't want them to get away. So. Uh, <laughs> The pillows, obviously, one of some a drinking bro actually sent me a, a DM the other day with uh, his ghost pillow in his suitcase. So it's not just me that's traveling with one of these. Uh, I can't sleep without it. Um, 
they get the best products. You know them well. They're uh, big supporters of everything we do, of the military, veteran community, first responder community, so on and so forth. So if you're looking for any of those products, make sure you give them a look at ghostbed.com forward slash drink it bros. Going to get 30% off everything. Or again, if you get the uh, mattress and adjustable base, you're going to get 40% off. Uh, so go do it. And from what I hear, you'll sleep so good it's scary. Whatever. So, ironically, part of the ongoing formula shortage can be traced back to a federal nutrition program originally meant to benefit women and children. The Special Supplement Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, or WIC, provides federal grants to states to purchase food for low-income families with children under the age of five. And it's specifically for things like baby formula, and they also provide some funds for different classes and things like, like milk that. and cheese and shit uh that, i'm not sure if probably like baby food purees shit yeah like that. yeah uh, anything that is needed for a child up to the age of five mm. i think uh we should just give everybody uh kitchen aid stand mixers and the the grinder tool because that's how my baby food was made when i was a baby Right. I don't think I even got baby food when I was a kid. I, you know, just like Straight a normal to steak. person. Yeah. Uh, no, just <laughs> breastfed up until I was like 14. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I can tell you look strong and uh, your hair is thick. And yeah. That's why you know. Well, you, you, I mean, I think it's reasonable to go at least until the baby teeth are out. Yeah. Right. So what's that like 12 at the latest usually? Oh, at the latest. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. I, yeah, I so. don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot of experience raising children. Probably that's probably a good thing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing for all of us. So the WIC is by far the largest purchaser of baby formula in the U.S., with over, over half of the formula in the U.S. going through the program. Uh, I think it's, it's like 57% of baby formula is purchased by WIC. <clears throat> Wait, that means over half of our population who are having kids? Like, that, that, that would... So eliminate the people who would... Um, be affluent enough to choose some other product from that data set, right? So from the data set that's buying the formula, remove the people who are like his wife that's buying the uppity formula or criminals, <laughs> criminals who are buying shit from overseas or whatever. Uh, like or the me. ones that are stealing it from CVS in San Francisco. Well, no, that part is part of WIC, I'm sure. <laughs> like that's, they, they pay for it already probably, but. Oh, true. That's uh, honestly just WIC without the bureaucracy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. To, to them, to you, sirs, I salute you. Yeah. But it's still, the red tape. it's still probably north of 50% of the kids being born are the, being born into play into, into families that need WIC, which probably isn't a great sign for the, the only figure that I found was there are 1.2 million infants that are reliant on formula from WIC. Mm. I mean, babies are fucking gross anyways, but yeah, anyways. They're super needy too. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would have one. Uh, yeah. Dog pretty much take care of itself after a couple of weeks. You're pretty much done. Oh, All you yeah. got to do is train it out and not shit and piss inside, and then you're pretty much good. And teach it the right people to bite. Uh, sure, yeah. Close right. to 90% of the formula <laughs> used by WIC is produced by two manufacturers, Abbott Nutrition and Mead Johnson. And this is where the current problem is arising from. Is For 30 years, WIC has used what is called sole source contracting, which is meant to save the program money by allowing states to purchase formula far below retail prices. 
When a state contracts with a company, all WIC participants in that state must use the same manufacturer. Since a manufacturer is selling their formula at such a low price, they actually end up losing money in the process, but they receive free advertising in the form of their product being used in hospitals and getting more favorable shelf space at retailers. From what I was able to tell, the shelf space at retailers is the primary reason that companies will try and get these WIC contracts, is it puts it at a closer to eye level for people walking through the, yeah. the store. Well, uh, so Mead Johnson, the other one that's not shut down currently, is owned by a company called Reckitt, R-E-C-K-I-T-T. Now, if you look them up on opensecrets.org, they gave about, in the twenty just in the 2019 election cycle, spent $215,000 lobbying Congress. Holy shit. Uh, three hundred last year, three hundred and eighty thousand, and so far this year, only seventy five. That's but the campaign filing reports aren't due until, let's see, the end of this month will be the next one. So we'll see how it goes up from there. But you can see exactly how these people are fucking spending their money. That's how insane this government has become. There's an iron triangle for baby, for baby food. Forming. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Uh, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, what we should put f- that on the flag right here. This, <laughs> it's our national motto. We're the richest country in the history of the fucking world, and our infant mortality rate is fiftieth among. Uh, what? That was among all countries. Among all countries, so fiftieth out of what one ninety? Yeah. Holy shit. God damn it. Well, kids don't pay taxes, so fuck them. Yeah, I agree with that. They don't vote either. In 2011, the USDA's Economic Research Service found that manufacturers that received a WIC contract saw a 74% increase in their market share for that state. And that's why they're willing to lose money. It's essentially putting money into advertising. Mm -hmm. Abbott Nutrition currently has 49 WIC contracts, more than double the amount of Mead Johnson, which has 15 WIC contracts. Uh, So Abbott Nutrition produces... I was talking about earlier. Uh, Ooh, Wick is man, they've already spent 900. Abbott Laboratories has spent $970,000 this year already. This year? So that means they spent that in the first quarter of this year because those are the reports we have. Isn't that more than Lockheed Combined. Martin was? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, probably. I think they spent like like uh, between two hundred and fifty and three hundred and fifty thousand. dollars Last year, Abbott so Laboratories spent $4.33 million lobbying Congress. Uh, 2020... Four point oh six million. Wow, that is unreal. That's more than some of the defense contractors yeah. out there. Anytime you're looking into some shady fucking corporate dealings, go to OpenSecrets.org and type in the company name. Actually, first find the parent company if one exists, and then put that in because that's how they usually uh, spend their lobbying dollars. I know. By, by for- the way, they're so locked in Wick with Wick or whatever. Mm-hmm. That you need it if your baby has like a certain issue and you got to use WIC, you have to get a doctor's note to properly feed your baby. You can't just because otherwise they're like, no, bitch, buy Abbott. Oh, that's insane. Uh, fuck them kids, right? Yeah, fuck them kids. Uh, so I was talking earlier about how there's 1.2 million infants that require formula from WIC. Yeah. Abbott Nutrition is responsible for 
Uh, so uh, that's like nearly 600,000. Mm-hmm. So this means that when the plant in Sturgis shut down, families receiving WIC benefits in states contracted with Abbott Nutrition were unable to use their benefits to purchase other brands. The low-income families WIC is meant to assist now find themselves unable to use their government benefits, uh, forcing them to pay out of pocket. From anecdotal evidence that I found, that's between $150 and $500 a month that these people have to spend on, on formula. Sweet. Uh, also, I have some context on your 1.2 million infants. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the figure that I found. Okay. In 2020, uh, 3.6 million babies were born in the U.S. So we're talking about a, a third, third of the babies. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. Fuck them kids, man. <laughs> telling you, we should add that to the Pledge of Allegiance. One nation, fuck them kids. And that'll appease the atheists as well because they don't like under God. So what's being done about all this is, is interesting. Uh, I, I do think that the, uh, despite all the bureaucratic mess so far, the Biden administration finally has kind of kicked into gear here and started to do something about this. I was impressed by yeah. I mean, they basically uh, used the same strategy that Trump used for the vaccine, which I know is a touchy subject for a lot of people. But it was Operation Warp Speed for baby food, more yeah, or less. Yeah, and uh, from what I can tell, it, it seems to be working. It's projected that the <clears throat> shortage could ideally be over by like July. Mm. So last month, Joe Biden announced that he is taking steps to address the shortage of baby formula. The administration has invoked the Defense Production Act, which allows the government to expedite and expand the supply of materials and services from the U.S. industrial bases. The USDA is urging states to allow WIC recipients to use their benefits on a wider variety of project, uh, products, so if certain sizes or types of formula are out of stock, they can use their benefits on those that are in stock. Some states have already expanded the number of brands covered by WIC benefits, one example being right here in Texas that added 75 formula options to their list. So now in Texas, there's 90 different options for using WIC benefits to get baby formula. Are your, uh, is your kid on formula yet, or is it still Teddy Milk? Uh, he's been on formula most of the time. My wife pumped for a while. Mm-hmm. Had a re- like literally married to a cow for like two months. But Giorgio kept drinking it. <laughs> yeah, Giorgio would just show up. I, every morning, I'm chasing Giorgio out with a broom, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a milk mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so what's weird is he, he would always crawl on all fours while I chased well, him Well, you know, he's role-playing yeah. at that point. He's a uh, closet furry, I guess. <laughs> It's not for the it's not for the nutrition of the milk. It's for the excitement. Right. Yeah, but, uh, she pumped for a little while, but then she was like all formula, and she doesn't want to do it for the next kid. Like she's like formula only because bre- like breastfeeding is hilariously difficult. And she was getting really stressed about it, and I was like, "Dude, we have formula. Like just fucking stop. Like who cares? Why are you getting mad? Like we have all the formula right here. Stop beating yourself up over this." And she was like, "I have to. I have to. I have to try." Is it the, the time commitment that makes it difficult or like performance anxiety? Would- Both. So the baby never really latched, so she would just have to pump. And that takes like fucking 30 minutes and she can't do anything because you literally just have two like bottles attached to your tits and you're just sitting there getting milked by a machine. It's the most undignified thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, I can't say that that's something that I would want to go through. No, I mean, it would be uh, the only thing i produce that's of any value is semen yeah right uh and i i don't think it's a 
a just comparison because if something was jacking me off all the time, I wouldn't have a whole lot of complaints. <laughs> Even if it was industrial, frankly. I mean, is that, is that something that you're able to sell on Craigslist also? What does that go? Well, you can give it away for free. Yeah, I think true. the market's too saturated. I don't think you can get much for that on yeah. Craigslist. Well, I guess it depends on the juice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, the USDA yeah. is also asking states to relax their requirements that stores keep a certain amount of formula in stock, which will allow companies to manage inventories to meet demand. Uh, I didn't actually look into what the USDA requirements were for how much a how much formula a store needed mm. to keep in stock, but it's giving these retailers more freedom to distribute the formula freely. Wait, so you're saying they have to maintain a certain supply of stock, so... Um if they got down to their last X units, they couldn't sell them. Uh, no, it's they have to. They have to have a certain. It's like the the upper limit is is what's capped. They have to have oh, a see, specific okay. amount yeah, yeah. based on the community around them. Or I'm not sure exactly what the guidelines are. But now they're able to have less formula in stock if the demand isn't as high in that specific area. Interesting. Okay. The administration is calling on the FTC and state attorneys general to crack down on price gouging or other unfair market practices related to baby formula. There have been many documented instances of people purchasing large quantities of formula from stores and reselling them online for several times the retail price, which is like scalping for baby formula. It's like what people did with the fucking PlayStation 4. Yeah, but it wasn't just... Well, they're still doing it today with PlayStation 5, actually. But um, there was... There was one dude that was selling a bunch of shit on eBay. It was hand, not hand sanitizer. It was hand sanitizer. Was it? Yeah. And they, the fucking government just took all the money he made away. Oh, yeah. I remember. No, no, no. But it was pallets they, of the shit. What they did was he bought it all, mm-hmm. right? And then he was trying to price gouge by selling mm-hmm. it. And they just wouldn't let him sell it. Yes. Then they just <laughs> took the hand sanitizer from him and left him in that so debt. Did he just cover himself with it and light himself on fire? That's or probably what I, I would have done, yeah. <laughs> It's um, like Danny DeVito in that episode of yeah. It's Always Sunny. <laughs> I just want to be pure. Be pure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um, Let's see what else. So yeah. imports from Mexico, Chile, Ireland, and the Netherlands will also be increased, along with relaxing some FDA regulations. Biden also announced Operation Fly Formula, which authorizes the use of DOD-contracted commercial aircraft to transport formula from overseas. Was that, was uh, that part of the problem, that we couldn't fly it over here? I think that that's just expediting everything. It's, mm. The issue wasn't transporting it over. It was the regulations preventing us from importing specific but what types. Is, what does DOD-contracted uh, commercial aircraft have to do with anything? If, there's not uh, a, if, if the issue isn't the air, or maybe the stuff predominantly gets uh, travels on freighter instead of through the air. I would guess uh, that's it, probably yeah. the case. If that's the yeah. case, that makes sense. Anyways. Uh, and yeah, the, the primary issue, it's not a supply issue. It's a bureaucratic issue. It's, it's not that there's not enough baby formula being produced in the world. It's that we have all of these regulations in place that are presenting, uh, preventing us from getting formula from the places that are still able to yeah. produce it. Imagine telling, uh, uh, you know, like a, any any mother, they're like, hey, I know your kid's hungry and shit, but uh, this thing's not labeled right. <laughs> so you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, sorry. They they put the nutrients in the wrong order, so yeah. baby's yeah. going to have to go hungry. Fuck them kids. Yeah. I mean, this is we have dented can stores in America where because the, pro, the ex, uh, outside part of the product is damaged to some degree, they sell it cheaper than normal. 
Mm-hmm. Why is that a thing? What the fuck does the shape of the can have to do with anything? Yeah, the Chef Boyardee tastes the same. Yeah. I think it uh, symbolizes care in the transportation, so there could be some other damages to it, or like the seal could be broken in some sort of way. Yeah, but if the seal's broken, you're not legally allowed to sell the product. Yeah, they, they wouldn't True. be able to sell it in that situation. Ugly I think it's discount? just because people want nice things. So if it doesn't look nice, even if it's something that you're going to throw away, if it doesn't look nice in the first place, you know. That's true. But there's uh, so there are online retailers now that uh, they usually work locally, but I can't remember the name of the app. But they buy all of the uh, uh, misshapen vegetables or whatever else is wrong, might be wrong with them, like they don't look nice, and s- sell them to people. Oh really? For like, yeah, it's and it's super cheap too. So if you're in, if you want to make your own baby food, you should probably find one of those locally and then get yourself a KitchenAid mixer and just make that shit on your own. Yeah, just grind up fucking um, <clears throat> whatever Xanax and <laughs> and apples. I think that's that baby what, will uh, shut the fuck up. So what was it, Casey Anthony that <sighs> liked to feed her baby Xanax? Yeah, probably. Uh, anyways. Uh, last month, 1.5 million bottles of specialty infant formula were flown into the U.S. from Germany, and on June 9th, an additional 3.7 million bottles are scheduled to arrive. Another 4.6 million bottles of formula are being shipped from Australia to Bens- uh, Pennsylvania and California, which are also expected to arrive on June 9th. So party on June 9th if you're into, if you're into baby formula. Yeah, that's, uh, what's that, Wednesday next week? Uh, oh, yeah, that is coming yeah. up. I keep forgetting it's June already. Lastly, the FDA is allowing 54 million bottles of formula to be imported from British manufacturer Kindle NutriCare, which will be sold under the Kindamil brand. Now, this is the most popular formula in the world, right? That one that comes from the UK? Isn't that the one that's, that's sold more than any other one in the world or some shit? I don't remember. I, I, I feel like it was a formula from the UK that is the most popular. I think it is. It's the uh, UK and Australia brands of formula seem to be the most widely distributed. Not to the U.S., to the rest of the world. Five best. These are all curated lists. Fuck these people. Goddamn Google. Lying cunt. Uh, Yeah, so what we see here is, like, you you can't blame the impact of, like, well, I mean, I guess we can have a discussion about who to blame for pandemic stuff, but, um, Things like that or shitty crop yields. I mean, the force majeure is acts of God happen mm-hmm. uh, all the time. Things that you can't control. And we know that. That's why the phrase force majeure exists in the fucking first place and why it's in every contract that you'll ever sign in your life. But somehow we haven't figured that out at the government level, right? Like, what, what is... How resilient are we? That's what resiliency is. Resilience <laughs> isn't the ability to prevent disaster. Resilience is the ability to maintain certain levels of functionality throughout a disaster, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And we are not very resilient, right? Uh, now, this might be a lesson we learned where we set up that the lesson to learn here is that <clears throat> what other product or products do we primarily source from a single place or primarily sourced domestically uh, that could go wrong for what reason and what are our 
plans in place to deal with that within days, not weeks mm-hmm. or months or however long this is taken now. And with something like this, it's especially important because there's literally babies that are starving because we can't get a hold of formula. This isn't like another situation that we're probably going to be running into our, we're already in the middle of to a certain Mm -hmm. degree. You know, you try to buy a truck or something like that. It's the chips that are holding everything back. The most, the really scary one is, is, (laughs) is medicine though. Like most of the medicine that we have here in America does not get produced here. Oh, where do we get most of our insulin? Uh, I don't know about insulin, but we get a lot of our medicine from China. I'm curious about the insulin, because I've always heard that in the event of some sort of global catastrophe, it's going to be the diabetics that die first. Well. On the fat people. Uh, to be fair, I mean, look, they're lucky they're here. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're lucky they were born in the, 20th, in the 20th and 21st century. That's true. They yeah, were no born shit. during a period where we actually have insulin. Yeah. Um, insulin manufacturers... The largest number of insulin producers were located in Asia, uh, 15, Europe, 10, Latin America, 7. So that's uh, 32 of them, and we have less than that, 32 of them globally. So we probably don't produce quite a bit here domestically. Um, There's three, Eli Lilly, Novo Nordisk, and Sanofi. So it seems like overall what we need to be focusing on they produce 100% of the insulin supply in the United States or close to it, which means if something ha- – if like a far – I don't know how that might work, but if our insulin supply domestically became compromised, do we have a plan in place for that right now where insulin gets here within a couple of days? Because it's not like these motherfuckers can intermittent fast on insulin. Yeah. Like they're going to start <laughs> dying pretty quickly if that happens. Is there any plan in place for that at all? I would, I would probably say no. But the plan they're using for this – uh, that seems to be working now that they finally implement it probably would work for that as well. You just have to plug and play the different pieces. Like where can we go find insulin somewhere? Is there going to be an issue with supply chain? Do we need to get uh, the army or Navy to fly commercial planes over there and bring them back? True. Like if, what, whatever it has to happen. If we did it on the, the same time scale that the formula shortage has been Millions of people then, would die. Yeah, millions of people would be dead yeah. by now. How many? Let's look that up. How many people have diabetes? In the U.S. Um, 37.3 million. What the fuck? I can pretty much guarantee that the vast majority of them don't have a stockpile of insulin in some safe refrigerated location that they could fall back on if, yeah. if the supply was cut off. Now, most people live... Actually, uh, new new study, new economic study... Uh, uh, that I saw, I think it's from 21 and it just got published. Uh, something like a quarter of people that make $250,000 a year or more are living paycheck to paycheck now. 250,000 or more. Yep. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, there's over 30 million people that have diabetes and they, it's not like things, things, become extremely difficult if your insulin is not around some people will just die some people can't eat anything anything that has any kind of sugar in it right because they can't metabolize it properly so uh, uh, on the other side people that are hypoglycemic right need that sugar they, they have to eat all the time i don't know if they take insulin or not i don't know how i actually don't know how any of that works uh, i just know I, I that think so i, I know no, that it's a hyperglycemic is where is you it? need to 
eat more. I, I think. I, well, there's diabetics in the in the audience here. I'm sure they can uh, let us know about that. But the the point is, there are some people. There are degrees of this shit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like 30 whatever million people are going to die immediately. But there are quite a few of them will die within days if they if they don't have the proper medicine. Absolutely. Um, hypoglycemic would not take insulin; it would kill them. Yeah. So hyper, you're right. Hyperglycemic. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this. So it's like. I don't know what portion of the 30 million are hyperglycemic. Can you look that up? We're looking that up. I'm just curious just for context about how many people would be at risk here. Um, It seems like overall the lesson that we need to be learning from this is a combination of self-sufficiency and leaving some contingency plans in place in case we no longer become self-sufficient mm-hmm. in a certain area, uh, which it goes, it seems to be going against both sides of the aisle uh, in, in terms of the government because yeah. there's the people that are very insistent on having America produce everything here, which I think is a good thing. But if that supply gets shut down, we need to have ways to import it from an outside source. Or we're going to run into the same issue again with, with something that, but the the difference is the difference is that you can grind up fruits and make baby food, right? Mm -hmm. Or can you make formula from scratch? Uh, I, I would, I wouldn't recommend. Yeah. I don't fucking think so. I'm not even sure what's in that shit to be honest. Uh, but for, there is a there's a point right like you kind of you can age out of the need for formula and relatively quickly within months right like if you're if your baby's like 10 months old it may be it may start eating solid food within the next four to six months you mm-hmm. know what i mean it depends on the baby uh and by solid food i mean baby food and shit like that yeah. and it may be already at that point so <clears throat> um that's different there there's there's a runway for baby formula that doesn't exist for a for a drug that keeps people alive literally keeps people alive uh and i i would i don't think we have any plan for that but this is a good model for it right it just has has to happen on so when we're planning military operations we have something called n hour right so n is the time that you actually start the operation right and then there's uh n minus which means uh N minus four would be four hours before the operation. N plus four would be four hours after. And you have objectives that you want to meet by each one of those uh, hashes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this for, this, this uh, uh, plan that they're exercising right now, they just have to tailor it to this particular need. Now, it may make it untenable because it, it is rapid. Like, I don't know how many... I don't know how much store we have of insulin products right now. That would be part of it. If it's a lot, then it's less of a deal. But still, since what we have is produced 100% domestically for the most part, the insulin that's used here in America, that's a big problem. Unsure if there's any plan for that. I doubt it. I mean, if there's not a plan for baby food, our baby formula, what's the chances there's a plan for insulin or anything right. else? Thank yeah. you. There's no backup plan for feeding babies. Yeah. Yeah, I would think if you don't have a backup plan for feeding the children, there's probably a whole lot of other backup plans that are yeah. forgotten about. Uh, and this is, by the way, the only real role of government is to do this stuff. And 
government being what it is in its current form in America has literally prevented it. This is why I talk about all the time. No form of government scales to any level because the purpose of it is to take things like this off of our plate because one, it's easier to handle in mass. And also it, it takes, it would take so much of your individual effort day to day to do something like that, that it, it makes a lot of sense to be like, Hey, you guys are all doing this too. Cool. Let's do it together. We'll take turns or whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But when the government, when government bloat and, and bureaucracy becomes such that we have to get back involved in it, then it has outlived its purpose. It's outgrown its purpose. Yeah. That's, that, it, that is the best argument that you will ever hear for a small government. And it's, it, there's no version of a larger government that's better at any particular thing other than defense, maybe, just because of sheer numbers. Mm. So anyways, fuck the government and fuck all of you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.